Hello, Fight Insight fans, viewers, and listeners. I'm your co-host, Brady Bunch. And with me, as always, your host, Timmy B. On today's episode, we talk to Bellator's newest and brightest star, talk about Nate Diaz calling Anthony Smith a dumb fuck, and we also talk about an upcoming fight, Fader's last fight, and a whole lot more. Tim, hit it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Fight Insight Podcast. Let's talk. She is back on the show for her second time, Brady Bunch. I'm so excited. We first met our guest back on episode 71 last year. She's a BJJ black belt, considered to be one of the most important female competitors of our generation. She made the jump to MMA less than two years ago and has already amassed a perfect 4-0 record under the LFA banner, training with big names like Kat Zingano, Angela Hill, Jessica Penny, former friends and guests of the podcast, Janae Harding and Ty Shea. She's now signed with Bellator MMA and is set to make her promotional debut on February 25th. We're so excited to chat with her again and to wish her a happy early birthday. Everybody, please welcome to the podcast, the Fight Insight nominee for Female Fighter of the Year 2022, Jenna Bishop. Hi. (laughs) Hello, Jenna. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Amazing. Good, good. Congratulations on all your successes last year. Thank you. Capped off, of course, by being a nominee for Fighter of the Year on this podcast. That had yeah. to be the biggest thing of the year for you. Yeah, the biggest. The biggest, for sure. <laughs> uh, you only came in second to Wei Li Zhang. Oh, man. Okay. That's okay, then. I'll I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I predict that you will be Female Fighter of the Year for 2023, not just on this podcast, but everywhere. I I like that. I I'm with so. you. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, and of course, happy early birthday to you. Yeah, same to you. Thank- <laughs> Brady Bunch, we share the same birthday, February 22. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And our and- kids are born on February 22nd. That's what it says under my name right there. (laughs) Cool people are born on February 22nd. Uh, So happy early birthday. And of course, you get to celebrate your birthday by fighting in Bellator at Bellator uh, February 25th. Yes. So in Ireland, too. So it's kind of (laughs) dope. That's pretty awesome. Um, Super excited for you. You know, when we met you on the show, you were like the nicest person. We were so happy to meet you. And, uh, you know, your accolades spoke for themselves. All of a sudden, boom, the image comes out. Jenna Bishop signs with Bellator. And I'm like, what? You know what I mean? Like, there's there's the cool photo by your uh, management sucker punch. So tell us about Bellator. How did that come to be? Um, so I was trying, after I finished out my fourth fight, that was like my contract with the LFA, I was, you know, seeing what's next. I knew that we were looking to get into the bigger promotions after that, especially with a 4-0 record, I thought, you know, like I'm trying to just like get this fighting thing, do as much as I can, as fast as I can. That's like my goal. And um, then, you know, Bellator like had, I guess my management was in talks with Bellator and they were really excited to offer me a contract. Um, I think as far as I know, excited to have me like as part of their, on the, on their, Uh, roster and you know it's an offer I don't think I could say no to so I'm pretty excited about it 
And uh, I'm really happy too, like with how quickly that they, you know, were able to like get me like on a card. It was almost, you know, immediately they were like, hey, what about this girl, this date? Let's go. And I'm like, yes, because that was the, the struggle with LFA. And it's not LFA's fault. It's just that, you know, at certain levels, people can turn down fights easier than when you're on a, you know, a big promotions roster. So um, I'm just was really happy to see that they were able to, you know, get me going right away because I don't want to waste any time. <laughs> yeah, you got no time to waste. Uh, I remember because when you were on the podcast, you were saying the first time you were on the podcast and you were saying, you know, girls are turning it down because they don't know what I'm going to bring to the table. They're worried about the jujitsu. And then I was laughing because I was posting uh, videos of your fights on your third and fourth fight. And uh, to kind of quote Nate Diaz, I was like, oh, so you're a striker now. Because yeah. <laughs> you were like knocking chicks around with your striking. And they're probably sitting there going, I thought this was a jujitsu girl. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it? it's, it's, you, I have to be, you know, if I, if I don't have like a well-rounded game, you know, of course, jujitsu is like going to always be my first love, like my favorite thing. And that's what I always would want to get to but um if people like run from me they do everything but like try and get close to me so it's like I'm gonna have to be proficient on the feet to be able to get to those like to get to, to do jujitsu it's like I, can, I have to be able to like threaten from everywhere so that people aren't just so afraid of like me being doing only one thing so yeah. you know if they're trying to negate my jujitsu well, like I need to at least have a threat so I've been working with um, my coach, AJ Matthews. Um, he is fought in Bellator as well. And he is uh, hopefully making me pretty sick, as you would say, at <laughs> striking. <laughs> yeah, no, it's looking good, you know. Um, cool. <laughs> when, it, when it comes to Bellator, I'm very excited because compared to other organizations, they do a hell of a good job with their entranceway. Yeah. The jumbotron, the the smoke, the lights, the music. Mm -hmm. It's a good good show with Bellator. Yes. Are you are you excited about that as much as you are fighting in the cage? Because I feel like that's like a dream, right? Like being able to walk out in front of a jumbotron like that? Yeah, I mean, I it's exciting. I've done kind of like not as big of events but similar in jiu-jitsu. Um, like with certain promotions, they've had some like fighting in Abu Dhabi, uh, for the world pro They It's a huge production. It's like televised nice. on TV there and everything. And then, um, and then doing little, uh, pro shows like fight to win and stuff. They do like their production value is pretty incredible. So those kinds of things, um, but it's not on that level, you know, not on the <laughs> level. And so I'm, I'm like really pumped for that. I think, um, but ultimately, like none of that stuff really isn't like what motivates me, I guess. Like, yeah, yeah. I just want to get in the cage. Like, that's yeah. like, you know, that's cool. It's like a bonus, you know? Yeah. No, I, you're talking to a super dork, Jenna. But I do I have just... a, I do, because I was like, oh, because Bellator does like allow like people to do some kind of craziness. And I'm like, I told my husband, I was like, at the right time, my goal would be to like have like Nelly like walk me out like be like rapping with me because uh, I'm like from St. Louis. I'm like, that would be like so iconic. 
All right. Well, I'm sure Nelly is watching this podcast. <laughs> so Nelly will get in touch with you. Uh, yeah, that would that would be awesome. Yeah, they. I love how they allow like all the get-ups. They allow all that stuff. And yeah. then, of course, Bellator allows sponsorship. Yes. And so you are, I mean, you've got to be um, a, a sponsor's dream, right? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> we will see, we will see. But yeah. uh, I mean, I mean, this is big, right? Because that's a big thing that a lot of fighters complain about. Mm -hmm. And so I did want to ask you, because you're not the typical de debut fighter for Bellator. You mm -hmm. are someone that's coming in with a name, with a history, yeah. Um, so how important is it for you to have been able to be with an organization that allows you to get your own sponsors? Uh, I mean, that's huge because just from a standpoint of making money, um, it's pretty awesome. And then from, I think it makes you more desirable from a sponsorship like, like viewpoint, because I know that my sponsors, Hyperfly, Hyperfly, um, yeah. They um, were actually kind of stoked when they when they found out that I was with Bellator. They're like, "Okay, we're gonna make your signature like fight kit, like all this stuff. Like they're gonna they have like a lot more freedom to you know play with things and and it's just you know I get to choose my own thing. I don't want to have to wear it like." I mean, no offense, but that Venom stuff is just not my favorite. <laughs> it's nobody's favorite, Jenna. So. Yeah. And then the freaking shoes. God, I have to wear those when I go. Cl the clown shoes? The red shoes? Like the rock. I love the rock. But man, you need some style tips on your shoes. They're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're really bad. Uh, I, and I don't. Red ones, too. Yeah. Why can't they just wear the black ones? Like what? They didn't even offer them. The last time I went to corner, I'm like, I only gave us red. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, terrible. Um, but no. So, and, and I do notice always that you've had Hyperfly as a sponsor. And I think last time you were on the podcast, I didn't get to ask you, but Hyperfly has been behind you for a long time. Right. I just, um, I did want to give those guys a shout out because that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, uh, been with them for just like, since I started fighting, that's when like doing MMA, I have actually, I have actually won my first world title wearing a Hyperfly gi to like at brown belt a long time ago and then was sponsored by some other people but um just got reconnected with hyperfly after like when i was going into mma because they've always like no matter who my sponsors were i'm always like every time i see their them come out with some new gear or geese or stuff it's always like the best stuff they're always like thinking outside the box and like doing more than you know like they collaborated they did a jumpman collaboration with that like a really dope jumpman gee they had like a carhartt one a champion one and they're just always like going above and beyond like more like like in the fashion sense yeah. of things where it's like I don't know. So I've, I've always loved the brand and I'm so happy that they love me too. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all, you know, of course. And of course they're going to get behind someone like you. Now I don't need to know dollar amounts or anything like that unless yeah. you want to say it fine. But in terms of sponsorship dollars, dummies online are always like guessing how much these people are making with sponsorship mm -hmm. dollars. And one of the things about the, um, venom deal like okay well if you're a nobody mm -hmm. and you go in there maybe that guaranteed two grand is pretty good yeah but for you percentage wise compared to what you're going to make in the fight like how 
you're making like a good amount in sponsorship money like you're I mean, like, I'm making a decent amount right now. Like I, I haven't really like set out a lot to um, like I'm, I'm making more than what that would be like the yeah, Venom yeah. sponsorship. And then, you know, I haven't really like tried to get a lot of other sponsors, mm -hmm. but I know like, especially from talking to some of the other people who have been in Bellator, what sponsors are paying them. Like a friend of mine, like, 50k just to wear a hat That's with their, you know just to walk out in a, their hat you know so it's like and that's high level at the so I'm like I know it's only gonna go up and up and up so I'm like yeah that's amazing and then yeah. the fact that Bellator's pays just so much better than what the UFC offers <laughs> okay so <laughs> then <laughs> okay so then is that real that the pay Yes. Yes. And and can I say like how much better? Like is it double? Is it like more than for me? Like I, from what I know that UFC starting out Yeah. most people at um yeah, it's like more than double. Triple? No, like one of, Okay. Like, yeah. So two two to three times around there. Yeah. Okay. Um and then can I ask how many what how many um fights was your deal? 6. Oh damn, mm -hmm. that's a that's a good amount. Yeah. And so so many people were writing in questions because they wanted to know from like a new fighter. One of the other questions was, do they have to offer you a certain number of fights per year? Um that's something think, we always hear. I don't think so. I don't I think it's just over it's like over a like two and a half, two years or something like that. Six fights, two years. It's not like this many per year. I think that's what it was, two or three years. Okay. But then so, what yeah. if they just didn't offer you a fight? I mean, they won't do that, but. Yeah. I mean, I mean that, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I had always, I had always heard that um, UFC contracts said that we guarantee to offer you three fights a year. So like they had to know. offer you three to help you finish your contract kind of thing. So they couldn't lock you in. I don't think that that's. True. True. Yeah. From, <laughs> from everything that I know and knowing people on both yeah. sides you know fighting in Bellator fighting in the UFC it's like I don't think that because like that's a lot of that's the thing that I've heard a lot of people say in the UFC where it's like they'll sign you and keep but they'll just kind of keep you on the shelf and like they won't give you the fights if they don't like you they don't want to promote you you know it's like certain people they might not mm. and there was, oh, I can't remember his name there was a guy who recently it's like they kind of shelved him for like the you know, the best years he would like, you know, his like in his prime. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, kept, he was like on this like win streak and then came back and is like now on a lose streak, but he's like, you know, quite a bit older now. And they didn't really, they like keep him on in under contract. So you can't really go anywhere else, but they're not fighting you either. So that's, I don't know. I okay. Next heard time a lot I'm of stories like that. Not for, not in Bellator, but yeah, from the UFC. <laughs> All right, all right. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to figure that out. I'm gonna have to ask the next UFC fighter that we have on about that because I have heard that there is a guaranteed offer thing. Yeah. Because then, yeah, because otherwise it would be no fair. They just if if you say the wrong thing, then they just stop offering you fights and you're stuck in a contract you can never fulfill. Yeah. Because some and of them have, don't have time zones, like time limits too. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think I would. I would imagine that that people might write that stuff in. Okay. Like, or okay. added to their, like, I don't know. 
they'd be smart about it, right? If you're, yeah, if you're smart, but, or if your management like knows what's up, but I don't know that they have to commit to so many fights per year. Okay. Okay. And uh, there was recent drama at Bellator with Bader and Fedor when they announced their pay after the fight. So I'm just going to put a quick image up on the screen. Yeah. So they announced that Ryan Bader had got 150 and Fedor got a hundred grand for their uh, main event title fight, heavyweight fight. Mm-hmm. And then Bader went on the Ariel Helwani show saying, mm-hmm. no, totally wrong. Totally fake. Yeah. I would imagine um, that that is not a correct number based on the contract that I was given and what ch- championship fights would purse would be. So, do, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just weird yeah. to me. Like why, like why would the California state athletic commission release a wrong number? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what that is about because that's kind of that is kind of weird yeah yeah i thought like most like all of that's like super public like record yeah but apparently not too public well i mean yeah so i reached out to the california state athletic commission to see if i could get someone on the podcast Mm -hmm. or to get a a comment back and they've written back to me saying they'll get back to me okay because i'm like well where did you get the number from and then what is Uh your responsibility to release it to the public why do you have to and then if you did why is it wrong yeah yeah i don't know why i mean maybe they're just trying i mean i don't know we could get real conspiratorial there <laughs> wait what would the conspiracy thing i mean just you know the ufc is like trying to like get rid of rumors that they don't pay as well you know that oh, pays more. oh I don't that, know. that's a deep conspiracy <laughs> that, was, that was like i know i'm like i don't know why my brain went there but <laughs> Love it. yeah it's on this show <laughs> <laughs> no that's good that's good um so, okay, does your, okay, and I really appreciate you answering these questions. Does your contract stipulate a different pay if during that period it becomes a title fight? Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's cool. Uh-huh. It's really cool. Uh, <laughs> and so the goal, of course, because uh, Brady Bunch, last time Jenna was on our show, we noticed that you had empty shelves behind you. Oh, yeah. Uh, my and husband, you need to fill my that husband's with office, so. <laughs> and we said you need to fill that with some belts. Yes. So a nice Bellator belt would really fill that up. Yeah. I don't know if I put it in his office, though. I would put it, like, <laughs> maybe in my living room. <laughs> right. Well, then for the next time you're on the podcast, it could be there. I'll though, put right? it there, though, yeah. yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, how excited are you for the talent that exists in the flyweight division at Bellator? It's a pretty big division. They've got a lot of good names. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liz Carmouche is the current champion. Yes. And are you friends with her? I saw her on your Instagram. Yeah, I've. I mean, I've trained. I, I've trained with her several times, and we've even done like, or some private lessons together with our uh, with Justin Flores. Like, okay. <laughs> always need a person. So yeah, like I I know her. Yeah. Uh, would you be so friendly that you couldn't fight? No. Okay. So you, okay. <laughs> Question answered. Yeah. So or is, is there anyone you won't fight? Um, I don't, I don't really think so. Um, okay. I mean, like, I'm also like, kind of like train at the same, uh, or like Alima is like somebody that I do train with quite a bit too, which is a little bit more friendly, but I don't know what her plans are. And honestly, like right now, I'm like, I'm not saying I wouldn't fight you know, I'm open to fight whoever. I just want to fight whoever is going to get me to the top in 
I just want to be the best. So like if somebody else in my way yeah. and I need to fight them, so be it. <laughs> Done. Uh, speaking of fights, one of your sisters wrote in and asked and asked, which sister is most likely to beat you in a fight? None of them. <laughs> <laughs> they know that. <laughs> All right. Not, not even, maybe a, would it go to a decision? Do they train? No, no, not even. My my youngest sister is probably the the best athlete. Like she is, but both of my two younger sisters, they play basketball. And then I have another sister that's a year younger than me. And she was in softball and stuff, but none of them fight. And I think they would panic. And one of them super claustrophobic. I could just use that against her and just smother her. <laughs> all right. All right. I mean, I mean, uh, they know we, even before I was doing like jujitsu at all, and we were fighting as kids, like they were afraid of me. <laughs> uh, now, one of my, this is one of my favorite uh, fans of the podcast, your sister, Shay Welker. Yeah. <laughs> she, she asked, will you ever move back home to be with your favorite sister? No, she can move to San Diego. <laughs> okay, fine. All right. I mean, that's uh, a better, that's a, that's a better option, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. But you, I mean, the sisterly love at least extends to saying, Hey, come on down and live out here with me this of course yeah okay okay there you go uh just so you know your sister and i always message each other when you're fighting we always like are cheering you on so it, it's really nice um she's like uh always like like I, I feel like she's like always pregnant when i'm fighting and then she's like can you just like just like not send me over the edge with this with stress or whatever <laughs> like yeah i mean well well, you haven't, stress. you haven't, you haven't made us stress at all. Like your fights have been fantastic. You did great in LFA. Um, LFA was a great promotion. They, they did a great job getting you good fights and, and promoting you very well. It was, it was excellent to watch. Mm -hmm. um, Sucker Punch is your, is your management company. Mm -hmm. That's pretty awesome, right? We talk a lot about management, Brady Bunch. We talk about like the importance of having good management. Sucker Punch is like mass, I mean, champions all over the place. Yeah. Uh, Bellator, yeah, John Elbin, Jamal. Jamal Hill, right? Like, and just just champions all over the place. How important is it for you to have them in your back pocket, like supporting you? I mean, they have been amazing. Like since, you know, not even seeing me fight and were willing to uh, sign me and help me out. Like even on a contract that like I had gotten previous. So it wasn't like, you know, it's like not like they're making a lot of money off of getting me like helping me to get fights in LFA nobody's really making a lot of money doing that you know so actually I think I lost money most of my fights just traveling and training yeah. paying for it but um no it's like but they have been so amazing just like so supportive they it's like whether I want to continue or not you know it's like I feel like most I don't know I think from talking to it, it's like after you have a fight I think a lot of times there's like almost like this weird like come down like of when when or lose where you have this like kind of almost like depression like type weird post fight blues or something and like I think I've like talked to my manager a couple of times like I don't know if I want to do this anymore like just because like it's so hard to get fights and things like were told to me that 
aren't necessarily true or whatever. You just go through all these emotions. And he's like, I mean, well, if that's what you want to do, I won't want to stop you. I don't want to stand in your way. But I think it would be silly because you're really talented. And I'm like, I know, I know it's stupid, but like, <laughs> I just needed to tell somebody that. And they've been like, so, so helpful. Like, they they just really have been amazing. Awesome. Uh, just last couple of questions, Jenna, if you don't mind. One, I just wanted to say, when I saw that you signed for Bellator, I was so happy for you. So surprised, of course, because I'm sure every organization would have been more than happy to have you. Um, when you signed with Bellator, did uh, recent instances with another organization have anything to, like, did it have anything with you do, to do choosing not to sign with other organizations, like bad publicity stuff, not slapping type incidents, like not didn't have anything to do with whether I signed or not, but it did make me feel a lot better about the decisions that I've made and where I'm at. Um, there's a lot of things that have happened um, since signing with, with Bellator that have just really like solidified, like this is the right place for me. This is where I want to be. I want to, be with promotion that is excited to have me that that wants you know to help like me become like get to the place that I want to be as a fighter and um yeah like I am definitely very disappointed in the happenings uh with you know slap incidents and then uh, then you're gonna really release a slap league right after that like oh <laughs> bad taste and other fighters that have, you know, been accused of assault against, you know, you know, and domestic violence and things like that, where it's like, I don't care how, how big you are, like who your name is, how good you are. I'm not taking away from the skill as a fighter, but like for me, I don't think you deserve to get that platform anymore. Yeah. When you do things like that, you know, I mean, and it sucks because it's all like alleged and whatever, but it's like when you keep hearing the same stories about the same people, like, you know, I don't think that's made up. Yeah, yeah, Usually no, for not. sure. Yeah, I agree. It's similar. <laughs> um, and then how happy are you that you don't have to drink this disgusting stuff? Oh, my God. I haven't tried it. Is it terrible? <laughs> for our audio only listeners, I'm holding up a bottle of Prime. So last week I tried it for the first time. Okay. Uh, when when they announced the deal, and mm -hmm. so I was like, okay, let me try. It, it was so disgusting, Jenna. Like, is it? Like is really, it just like it's, a hydration, like no, a Gatorade type thing, or is it? No, it's really sugary. Like it's really, really oh. sweet and gross tasting. Oh. And then I noticed on the bottle it said "not for children," and I'm like, <laughs> so then I went Brady Bunch. Remember we talked about it? And I said, wait, it says "not for children," but like I know kids all over the place are buying the stuff up by the gallons. And then I went yeah, and I, I looked. Yeah, I was literally at the grocery store last week and I saw like a whole bunch of kids coming in. They're like looking for it specifically. And it's like, yeah. because, you know, it's like a YouTuber or whatever. They're yeah. all big on like TikTok and such. I'm like, but I'm like, oh man. So I thought maybe it's just the flavor I bought, but no, now I have, I bought one more just to make sure <laughs> it's gross. And yeah, it says not for children. And then I started looking at Gatorade, uh, Powerade, whatever. None of them say not for children. Hmm. Okay. And so, so it is basically just an probably overpriced, overhyped Gatorade, right? Thirst puncher, like electrolytes. Yeah, but 
No, there's got to be something in it that's not good for children or pregnant it women. Has caffeine in it, maybe? Uh, no idea. But well, anyways, well, at least you don't have to drink it, Jenna. I know. Yeah. Or I feel bad for for Anna Captain to say like announce that long name like every time out of the this corner that's like sponsor Bible. It's like a freaking mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the prime. Oh, you're referring to where they're renaming it the prime hydration seat or something, yeah. whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Prime hydration yeah. area. Yes. Yeah. Nonsense, nonsense. Jess. Which I, um, I somebody said this the other day, and I thought it was really. I was like, yeah, that's a great point. I can't remember who I heard talking about it, but you know, the UFC taking away, like making like your ability to have your own sponsors and like on your own uniform and like oh like good it gets just too it looks like unprofessional and too like much going on but meanwhile now you look at the octagon and it just is a like a nascar vehicle like just covered in, <laughs> in different like sponsors and i'm like okay like only if you're making money not if the fighters yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, it, it is odd. Um, last thing I'll ask you, which because you're a BJJ star moving into MMA, what I appreciate is that like you went in, you you did it. You're like, okay, I'm doing MMA and there you are, you go in. Mm -hmm. One organization, uh, one FC, mm -hmm. I would have thought for sure that they'd be gunning for you, by the way, but they have their grappling league, like their grappling divisions, mm -hmm. which yeah. they which they parcel out in amongst like the MMA cards, which seems very awkward. Mm -hmm. uh, this girl here, I don't know if you know, do you know Danielle Kelly? I don't know her. I know who she is because okay. of jujitsu, but I don't know her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So then this won't offend you, which is good. They keep putting these people up against like non jujitsu people in yes. jujitsu competition. Yes. So this is, I'm showing a picture of Danielle Kelly. Her next opponent in one FC grappling is Ayoko Miura from Japan, who has zero grappling <laughs> accolades. Yeah. She's a judo I mean, fighter. It's like, what, what is the point of this fight? I mean, I think like a lot of that, what they're doing, because like you see it with like, because uh, Mikey, and it's like they're put in like the Rotulos, like they're putting them against like, it's like Sambo versus Jiu Jitsu or Judo versus Jiu Jitsu. It's like kind of the same thing, but not really. But it's like, I mean, we've all known, I think that's what the UFC kind of proved from the beginning, like the best, like martial art, like it's like the whole point of it was like, look, jujitsu works really well. And right. it's not, I'm not saying like, it's, I mean, I think it's the best one, but there's obviously like, if you get hit, your jujitsu might not be the best anymore. <laughs> like take a few punches and but I'm just saying, like, it just, like, as far as grappling things, it's, like, when you go to the ground, I don't think there's any debate anymore. So I don't know why they're doing that. But I think that they have their favorites. And there's, like, a reason that they're, I don't know. <laughs> but it's it's so weird. It's, like, people, I just, I see people online going, oh, this is amazing. Can't wait for the Danielle Kelly fight. I'm, like, well, she's not even fighting a jujitsu person. And it's a jujitsu yeah. match. Like, yeah. what? what is going to happen here? She's going to win and then big and I like like beat, was, uh... Yeah, I don't mean to be like shady or anything, but like I haven't really seen her against the top level jujitsu athletes either. Like she only, she came 
And I think the only first time I even heard of her was on like a flow grappling, like who's number one. And I'm like, who is this chick? And like, I think she just has a big following on social media. So they, and she's like a decent black belt and she's cute. So they throw her out there and I'm like, okay, I guess that's it. But like, who has she beat with a name in jujitsu? That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, she's about to beat Ayoka Miura. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ava, I think it's like 50 K for a, a win. I'm like, where was that money when I was doing jujitsu? <laughs> Only. Yeah, I don't know if that's fifty thousand U.S. dollars. It might be fifty thousand like Thailand bot. So it might come out to like five dollars. We don't know. <laughs> I think it's less. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, if you're getting your numbers from the Nevada State Athletic Commission, I who mean, knows? yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you never <knows>? know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brady Bunch, we've kept Jenna quite long. Is there anything that you wanted to say to her before we uh, let her go? You know what? Uh, I sat back, I listened, I learned, uh, I enjoyed it. The yes, and you know what? I can't wait. Happy, happy early birthday! Can't wait to watch you win six fights straight. Sounds like you're willing to do it in two years, but uh, but yeah, it's been, it's been a pleasure and an honor. Good luck. Thank you. Jenna, it's 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 amazing to have you back on. Thank you so much because I'm very worried that you're going to get way too popular now for us. Like, no, never. Been a little bit. <laughs> it's like you know. Uh, but good luck to you. You're going to do amazing. Uh, sorry, Brady. I always I'm sorry. I do this a lot. ADHD. <laughs> I I love your confidence and know how talented you are. Right. So you can back it up. Uh, we have spoken about one athlete in the past. What do you think of Kayla Harrison? Oh, oh good Kayla, question. Kayla is I actually met her and like uh, we were sponsored by the same company, Fuji, uh, a while ago, and we did like a photo shoot together. And she was such a sweet, like down to earth, like amazing person. Um, it's kind of funny to see her in the MMA like scene. But I still feel like she kind of holds to her true to herself, like who she is. Like she's like just there's no there's no fluff with her. It's just like this is it is. I think she's like she thinks she's the best, and she's freaking amazing. Like to right. win, like especially American to have two gold medals at the Olympics is insane. Her skill is crazy, and then like to to be doing what she's doing. So like. I, I'm a fan of Kayla. I like her. Uh, right. She's shown me nothing, but she's an awesome human. All right. All right. I, I dig it. Nice. Awesome human. And you also back up the athleticism and the skill. I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's her a multi-millionaire. huge. Like, that's what I remember about her. I was just like, <laughs> holy crap. Like, they're like bigger than my husband's for sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> How dare you? Monster. How dare you, Jenna? <laughs> I'm going to edit that out so that your husband yeah, doesn't knows. have to take that. Uh, Jenna, thank you so much for coming to the podcast. All the best to you. Have a wonderful thank birthday. You. Have a wonderful um, fight in Ireland. Enjoy it. Enjoy this whole time in your career thank and in you. your life. Kick ass. And uh, hopefully we will talk to you again one day. Yeah, for sure. All right. Thank you, Jenna. <laughs> thank you so much, Jenna. All the best to you. Have a good one. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. We kept her a little bit long, but dang, I love talking to Jenna. She's so cool and uh, get, got some good stuff, right? So Yeah, you know what? Belt... Oh, I'm sorry. No, uh, no, go ahead. 
No, I, I was really like, I learned a lot. Uh, it was interesting hearing about the pay. Uh, like your questions yeah. were great, the back and forth between the two of you. I didn't want to jump in and no, ruin honestly. any of it, right? but it was cool. <laughs> Cool. No, no, please do. It is, you know what? I do, I do think I feel a lot better and more comfortable when it's someone that I kind of know. Like, so like Jenna, we've spoken to her once before. Yeah. So like, I feel like it's a lot better because sometimes I'll go back to an interview and I'll be like, oh, like I, why was I so frozen? Or why did I not like ask the right question? Because I feel sometimes I'm so worried. I'm looking down at my questions and I'm like, okay, I've got to hit these. But with Jenna, it's more like just now a conversation. Um, but yeah, okay. So Bellator, so the sponsorship is big. So she's fifty thousand to wear a hat. Yeah, right. And you know what? There's some BJJ guy. I don't want to mention it. Yeah. Uh, considered the best, but I saw him posting this week, looking for sponsors. I, I'm gonna be honest with you all. I'm not gonna waste your time. Each sponsor is at least five hundred k each for like a, a friggin rolling event you know but hearing that he's getting a hat part of me wants to call bullshit on him but part of me yeah. is thinking that he might be 100 actually earning that money from some people that believe in the brand and the hype and all that you know there's a there's another podcast out there another uh instagram page that i really like it's called the fighting now and it's a and it's a and it's a guy who runs a really good page, um, mostly dedicated to women and like sexy women, right? Okay. So and hey, man, that's the niche, and and it's good, and his page is good, and he gets on good fighters, and similar to us, he he does a lot of like amateur or young pros, right? Because those are the ones that need focus. Um, he sponsors mm -hmm. fighters. And I don't know, I don't know how much exactly he pays, but he sponsors fighters because he just says, I want to help them out. And so if it means I can, you know, sponsor and, and give them like whatever amount of money to help them out, he does it. So that's really cool. Uh, I would love to do that with Fight and Sight one, at one point if I make money or have disposable income, you know? Yeah. yeah like, I, that'd be pretty awesome. Uh, I do want to say, <laughs> I will have disposable income. Yes, both of us. We're going to make lots of money oh. in the future. Let's manifest it. You got to believe it. Yeah, right? exactly. By the way, if you saw, I was sipping on some of this Prime. Yeah. Uh, again, for those not on audio, I'm now, I, last time I tried the red, white, and blue, this time I'm trying the red one. Definitely better than the red, white, and blue. Okay. But still pretty gross. All right. Like, definitely, I don't know, maybe because I grew up on Gatorade, but this doesn't, I don't know. Tastes funny. And again, I'm going to sip it because I've got no other drink here. Uh, Rageworks Podcast Network. Thank you, guys. Go to rageworksnetwork.com for a whole bunch of podcasts. We're part of that network. Jenna Bishop, we just saw. She fights up February 25th. Kyle Nelson went to a draw with Duho Choi Superboy. And Gian Kim, that was supposed to fight on the card, her opponent bailed out hours before the fight. So frustrating due to a medical thing, something. So Jiang Kim didn't get to fight. That's unfortunate. Uh, I didn't even realize, but Grant the Truth, Neil, he was an awesome guest we had before. He fought at Bellator last weekend and won. So congratulations to that dude. I'm so happy for him. And uh, coming up, we also have Albert Ochoa. He fights February 18th. So in two weeks, we probably won't have him on the podcast before his fight, but go celebrate him and cheer him on. He's fighting for the Influencer Championship Boxing Championship belt. So yes. good luck to the King Albert Ochoa. Uh, lots to talk about Brady Lynch. 
Yes. Mm, so much has gone on, and I and and there's the things I'm trying to figure out all over the place. What we should talk about next week on the podcast. Swayze Valentine returns, the only UFC and the first woman cut woman. She's coming back on because she's Swayze Valentine, so we're going to have her on for Valentine week. It's meant to be. Genius, right? That marketing. See how I tie that in? Uh, and, and when we have her on, I don't know what we're going to talk about. We'll just talk about her experiences and what's gone on with her life. Uh, uh, we'll also talk about some romances and stuff, maybe, in MMA world. Uh, and... Look this up, Brady Bunch, and to the people listening, go look up the drama with Jessica Andrade and OnlyFans and look that up before next week so we'll talk about it. All right. That story is fucked up. All right. Go look up Jessica Andrade, uh, OnlyFans, look up that story, and, and you can go down a kind of sad rabbit hole there. But... Go take a look at that story, and we'll talk about that next week, Brady Bunch. Uh, we talked about Fedor's last fight and the, the pay discrepancy. But I did just want to quickly get from you. What did you think about Fedor fighting Bader? Uh, yeah, all right. I have mixed feelings about this. First of all, matchmaking could have been much better, right? Like, we all knew who was going to win, especially after their yeah. last fight, right? Like... The way he ended it in the like the opening of the last fight. We know that Fader, Fador, not Fader. It's uh, hard because Fador, Bador, Bader, Fader. Yeah. Yeah, like so he's aged out so much. Uh 40, he's, 46. Yes, he's still a beast, right? Uh but like they should have found some other great some other classic, some other person yeah. around the same age, throwing them together, have a giant, uh, someone was saying, I think Shogun they could have done, right? Like something like that. Like like a Noguera or a Frank Mir. Yes, yes. Uh, Freaking Rampage was in the goddamn stands. Get him he, to put on some shorts and get in the cage. Yes. No, he's... he's He's put on some some size, but yeah. yeah. Rampage is a heavyweight now. That's fine. I mean, I just didn't like it because it's like, you're going to do the celebration, but you put him out there to get slaughtered. And like, I don't know. I just didn't like it. I just wish that they had given him an easier, not an easier fight, but like a more equal fight. Yes. So that win, lose, or draw, it would be like, okay, it was a good competitive match. Now let's celebrate your career. I just didn't like what they did. I just didn't think. I kind of yeah. get it, but you know what? If we think about it, we we this is a pattern. This is a pattern in MMA. We see um, these um, greats have horrible endings. It's only <laughs> like the GSPs who played it smart, right? Yeah. And you know what? He risked it, risked it coming back, right? And but yeah. he he played it smart. He left again, right? Yeah. Uh, he kept he kept his legacy intact and it's not like boxing right it's a very different sport and mm -hmm. the older you get especially when you've been in it for years like if you if you start later i believe it might be a different story if your body yeah. has held up but with like the wear and tear of some of these greats the cte the reaction time but like you said 
I did love all the people that showed up. I love that they made it a big deal. I love yeah, beautiful. Everything. Yes, yes. That that was cool. Yeah, and I really appreciate Bellator doing that for him, right? Like making it such an event that then they had all the people there and stuff. I thought that was really cool. And I like how the MMA community gets behind that, yes. you know, because, you know, we've known people were going to retire. We know that it's people's last fight in UFC or in other organizations, but we don't always see something like that. So I was like, that was a really cool thing for them to do. I thought, cause like Shogun, right? Shogun just retired, uh, like a couple weeks ago or whatever it was. Yep. No fanfare there. The most he got was Paul Felder puts a mic in front of him and gives him a little bit of time to talk even after he loses. Yeah. And Big that whoopee. That was sadder, in my opinion. You know, like so like Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh speaking of sad things, here's our good friend Nate Diaz. And he posts. <laughs> so uh, what was this? BJPen.com on Twitter tweeted, Anthony Smith, Lionheart, we all know who he is, says he can't get enough of Dana White's power slap league. They're my type of people, end quote. And Nate Diaz responds, Anthony Smith is a dumb fuck. <laughs> uh, that's a huge win for Nate Diaz. Yeah. And what Always the win. fuck? How can these UFC fighters be, be supporting this? Like it is so. Forrest Griffin is now. I don't know if you've seen the videos because they keep popping up on UFC's Instagram. But Forrest Griffin is the guy that catches you when you die in Power Slap. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't see that? No, I didn't realize. I didn't put that together. It's, it's friggin' Forrest Griffin. He's he's the guy that stands there, and then when you get slapped in the face and go unconscious, he's the guy that catches your dead body as it falls to the ground. Bisbing, I think, is commentating it. No. I think so. I think I saw a clip where Bisping was commenting. I don't like, know. Him with his whole eye issue and stuff. It's like, you would think he would know better. Whatever. They're all company people. We've talked about this. I, it's it's very sad to me, Brady Bunch. I, it's very sad to me that these people will support this thing. And the price. I know, everybody. But what is your price to support this? It's so nonsense. Like, I agree. No, I agree. I, I don't know. It's it crazy. won't last anyway. Do you really think this league is gonna last? Like, how many people tuned in? How I feel like don't you? How long? Like, UFC has concussion protocols and stuff like that, right? Like, after yeah. fight, and you've got to sit out for blah blah blah. When you get slapped in the head like this and and fall unconscious, <laughs> how many weeks before you go back in? Like, I mean, what? Do I mean, would you? Want, aren't they just gonna I, run out of people? Aren't all their people just gonna be dead by the time? Like the, the next round comes around. So I know it's been a while, but I do know that girl that technically fought and got knocked out <laughs> on that yeah. viral clip, right? And I know that she commented when she saw her next podcast, like, oh, I missed it. So it seemed to me like part of her actually wanted to come on the show to talk about it. Oh, shit. So like if maybe we could squeeze it in part of a segment one week coming up. If she's still willing to talk, we could ask her questions about like the... Oh my God, I have so many questions. And yeah. it's not... Look, I don't support it. I, I think it's crazy. I think it's stupid. But I'm more than willing to talk to an athlete that's there and say like... I mean, I hope she'd be okay with me going, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you doing this? Yeah, you know what? 
Like, what is your goal in life? Like, what like what happened that you're doing this? So I know she trains jujitsu. I know she was like a super like powerful. Yeah. Right, but like, I'd say it kind of, it's kind of on brand. I don't know. I think some people maybe didn't know what they were getting into. I think some people maybe also thought that it would be easier to win than they realized because that's what I think happens sometimes. These people are like, yeah. I'm gonna go slap the shit out of this person, and then I mean, if, I, if we if we have one of these people on, then I'm gonna have to actually watch an event. Like I'll, I'll I will do that. Up until now, I have not watched anything, and that's why I don't know anything. I think Bisbing is a commentator and all that, but anyways, congratulations to Nate Diaz, and uh, yeah, reach out to that person, Brady Bunch. Let's get her on. Um, okay, so the 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 Fedor thing, I thought that was a little bit sad. The Lionheart thing, that's sad. And then I did want to talk about, there's been a lot of heat on you lately. <laughs> yeah. Holy moly. We it's getting, it's getting a bit heated. Yeah, but it's starting to, pardon me, trying to decide whether to talk about it or oh, just okay. let, let this stand. Because you know what the problem is? Yeah. I'm going to just, I'll talk about it. Yeah. It don't I don't want to push you into anything and be uncomfortable and again... No, it's, I, I respect everybody. It's all good, but there's someone who's been on this podcast before, mm -hmm. another trans fighter. Yeah, well, we can we can say the name. It's it's Gita Marie. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So as I've talked about, I was supposed to be in a kickboxing event. I was supposed to take on Brittany Vaughn. It's going to be the first transverse trans right, right. fight. Yeah. This Gita. Gita takes my spot, right? Is claiming to be a kickboxer. I believe you have seen, but you don't need to talk about it. I know enough people out there have seen her public comments. I unfollowed her when she was supporting Dana White slapping his wife, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so that's where I unfollowed her. And then she literally was tagging me all, like all month long, right? Right. I'm saying I'm not a fighter, all that stuff. Fight me anywhere, any place, anytime, any organization. I've heard this repeatedly, right? So guess what? She ducked me once with celebrity boxing. She didn't make it happen. They reached out. She didn't follow up, right? Once the fight's announced, she's complaining. She takes my spot. So guess what? For Albert Ochoa's fight through the Influencer League, which is now a sanctioned league, by the way, right? His belt's going to be sanctioned and all that. Oh. Okay, nice. like, like the PBC of boxing, I think it is. Yeah, yep, yep. It like backs it, right? So, like, guess what? I went and found another organization, publicly posted. They reached out to her. I followed up with her. I was like, hey, did you duck me again? Right? <laughs> like, so, uh, but I'm being real, like, honest, right? Yeah. And she played it off, like, once again, like, no, da, 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 da. and they wrote back to me, and I think she was making a big deal that I wanted to be kickboxing. Meanwhile, she's kickboxing in March, mm. right? So guess what? They write back to me, and they inform me that she's claiming she doesn't have enough money to get there, right? That's the or reason. That's a, oh, oh, okay, that's a financial thing. Guess well, what? I mean, but that is okay. And but to be fair, that is a real thing. Like we just heard Jenna talk about, like, hey, look, I think I was fighting for zero dollars in LFA when you calculate all my costs. All right, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest, right? So let me add more to the story. I'll respect that. 
I've been losing some money in a way with this fighting thing in certain ways. Make money, you lose it, uh, paying for the gyms, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, I don't want to even... I have a question. In your kickboxing gym, do you got do you have bags? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you use the like stand up water ones? Oh, I thought you meant just the kids that I beat up all the time. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have the the hanging bags. Hanging bags, right? So I see she's at like a cardio kickboxing one that's using Muay Thai as the name, but there's not a single hanging bag there, right? So okay. part of this story is. She goes on podcasts, the same podcast I've been going on, after publicly stating to other podcasts that she'll, she'll no longer do podcasts, right? And on these podcasts, what do I see her talking about? Claiming that I'm scared of her, I'm obsessed with her, I'm a troll, I'm the one talking about her, right? And then she makes fun of the organizations that I'm fighting for, right? So she claimed any organization, any time, any place, literally this week, suddenly... She's claiming that these organizations aren't legit, right? Meanwhile, it's sanctioned. She's full of crap about like everything we have spoken about, right? Like all yeah. the all the messages, right? Like I'm not scared of her, but it's gotten to this point. And you want to know what she wrote? This is the irony to me. And you can't say anything about some things we talked about. She claims she'll only fight me now in MMA. This what you. She, oh, she okay. tagged me in a post today, right? She made a mm -hmm. post on her page with like four likes or something, right? Uh, <laughs> these little like, digs are like, and, you know. and let me hear what she said too and whatever I'm non-binary she was like let's fight like men like that's in the post right let's be men right and right, right. yeah we're supposed to be pushing a trans narrative I think she's acting a little crazy I think she is a stand so after this I'm gonna probably stop talking about her or I'm gonna kick her ass after Brittany Vaughn kicks her ass right but here's mm -hmm. the truth I'm so confident. She says she'll only fight me in bare knuckle boxing or MMA. Okay. But boxing is one of my specialties. Bare knuckle boxing is something I've been wanting to do. She's been making fun of me. Guess what? She's going to be watching me from the stands, right? Just like she kind of is right now. I don't even know if I'm going to fight her anymore, right? I don't think well, she's Well, look, in the arena that you guys are in, and I don't know, it's generating buzz, right? <laughs> like at least, hey, look, I said, isn't it, wasn't it you that I said, wasn't it Tajita that I said she should go to your fight and jump in the ring after? Yeah, that, I was, guess that was yours, right? Yep, and she I tagged think. it. That was one of the things when she, I, I unfollowed her, she, she tagged me claiming she was flying the AC. Right, right, right. His hands anytime, any place. No, no, but I no, but what I mean is like at the time when I didn't know you and I only knew Gina Marie, I was like, Yeah, you gotta generate buzz. And I and I and I would say that to anybody. Like I'm not right. Like, yeah, yeah, go generate buzz. At least if a fight between the two of you ever happens, and I, I do hope that you both win on March eleventh. Like I do hope you both win your respective fights, because that then makes this more realistic. Um yeah. that's but true. right, like I mean, I know you're going to win, so fine. Um, but I hope that you both do win because at least it's creating drama and buzz. And like for the both of you, what I hope is that then an organization sees this, sees what's going on and goes, oh, shit. Maybe I should sign both these people to fight because they're going to bring in some drama. I mean, I can go into their social medias and find all these clips 
<laughs> and, and create promo reels, right? Like what we saw with Sarah Ferruja when she had all her, her cool clips that she was making yeah. on her YouTube channel. Like, okay, these, these two influencer girls have made promos for me. I, I don't even have to do it and I can, I can promote this fight. So I kind of do hope that you, um, I, I wouldn't like to see two, uh, two friends that I know fight per se. Um, but I do hope that you both find success. Yes. Right. Um, I, I am being respectful. I hope you're not mad at me about that. No, not at all. Yeah, and you, you know, know what I mean? Is, yeah. I, this is the one thing I got to be clear about. I think I would destroy her. And guess well, what? You, I'm going to do this jujitsu a bit longer. I would destroy her in MMA. So I don't want her to go around saying I'm dodging her. I've set up multiple fights. I, I mean, we are, we are in a weird world where there's so many different uh, specialties or like, you know, right, kickboxing or Muay Thai or whatever. Like, and and to speak about that Danielle Kelly, right, where she's fighting judo people in jujitsu fights. And it's like, well, what does this prove? So, I mean, I guess my preference would be MMA because then at least just you know do what? everything. Like, whatever, right? If you two want to keep it standing, go ahead and keep it standing. If one of you takes it down, like, you know, do yeah. whatever. Um, I will say it's very awkward because if you are fighting, you would have shin guards on. And, if, it's, and, if it's amateur, if it's pro, no. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Okay. Or um, it depends, you know? Yeah. Okay, With this okay. last organization, we could have signed waivers to take the pads off. Oh, okay. Like the, like the Sarah Perugia, uh, yeah. and Rowdy fight, right? Like just no headgear, no nothing. Just go to town and never fought in their lives. And it's, uh, it's looks like a pro fight. Um, yeah. All right. Well, like, look. There's a lot going on. For those of you that are interested, you definitely got to follow, at the very least, Brady Bunch. But Gita Marie, both of them on Instagram are posting a lot of stuff about fighting each other and about your upcoming fights. So, And the very last thing, someone messaged me today, another trans athlete, talking about possibly wanting to fill in for the fight, right? And they're very talented, so I'm not going to even go into it, but they've been, they fought in street beefs. They've... Uh, which you know these the yeah. thing they've been in big jujitsu things right and i think they've been transitioning uh so i may have real competition soon uh but okay. i'll shut up about this thanks for giving me time to talk about this no situation. no and and i did want to ask how how is your training going is it going well it's going so well uh yeah yeah today i thought one of my gym mates was gonna break my <laughs> my leg right yeah. so like i'm learning i'm learning more about uh the grappling right the awesome okay. thing is I keep getting accolades from everybody about my wrestling, right? Nice. Uh, so, like, I'm out there with people with all these belts, and I'm able to survive or move in funny ways. Uh, but at the same time, I'm getting choked out and all that. And that's where it's like, yo, I'm not going to rush into certain settings. Because I know when I jump to MMA, I want to be have everything as polished as possible. So I'm going to take my time. But the train has been going great. I've been kickboxing. I've been doing every other day jujitsu and kickboxing. Uh, but I think I'm about to take a pause, stop with the leg work, and just focus on boxing for a bit with the occasional right. jujitsu because uh, right. it's full time. It's like a month away. Yeah, you. Yeah, you're about one month out from your uh, fight at Celebrity Boxing, so it's a yeah. boxing fight. So yeah, you got to get that head movement down, the slips, the yes. all that cool stuff. And uh, yeah, good luck. It's it's coming up. Yeah. So. It's crazy. And, you know, I'm moving up in weight too. Uh, right, right. 
So yes, I'm excited. I'm excited. Nice, nice. Congrats. Uh, let's see what else. There was something. What was I going to say online? I've been getting into lots of fights online uh, with people over dumb things like the Fedor thing. People were like, people were on me about that when I said that he shouldn't have had that fight. Uh, people were mad about the, the Leon Edwards, or sorry, the uh, Lionheart thing. But uh, what was the other thing recently that someone, I, I was thinking I should talk about this too, but I can't now, of course, I can't remember it last second. Uh, bah, bah, bah. Which one was it here? The, 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 fade, the, the Fedor thing with the money thing, like we kind of touched on it with Jenna, it's really weird if the California State Athletic Commission released a wrong number. Like, how the fuck does that happen? Like, I, I, I put a post that people were arguing with me, but I'm like, why would, why would Bellator pay more on the side versus what they tell the commission? Like, what, why would there be any discrepancy there? So I got to believe the commission is telling the truth. Like, why would the commission lie about the number two? Like it's, yeah. it's everything's so dumb with that. See, but I think I heard recently there was something going on in the boxing world, like some drama. Uh, so they had the big pay per view, Davis's last pay per view. Imagine some guy came out, some news reporter, basically saying, "Hey, the numbers you hear in sales is bullshit, right?" So all these people hate on this guy. They're like, you don't know what you're talking about. Da, 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 all this, you're such a hater. I guess he had some controversial thing in the past, lost a lot of fans. But a lot of people were like, no, this guy's always right with stuff like this. So imagine he kept talking about it, talking about it. And mm -hmm. eventually what came out was, well, the organization and the other parties, they haven't come out with anything to contradict him because if they did, it's illegal. So part of me is thinking if Bader is like saying that's not legit like it's probably the same deal meaning he's probably telling more of the truth uh and that's where i'm wondering wondering about like the whole conspiracy theory idea <laughs> is it ufc pulling strings like you gotta release this <laughs> right like uh yeah, I, I mean that's an incredible conspiracy theory by yes, jenna bishop but I, like, I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. It's weird that the, the whole thing, but I mean, I, like I said, I reached out to the California state athletic commission. I know we're going out slightly in circles, but I did reach out to the California state athletic commission. They emailed me back. Uh, so I'm waiting now to hear back. They said they'll message me within one day. So hopefully by next week, I'll have something from them. Uh, because, because what I'm asking is that, Hey, can you come on the podcast and, and chat? Or can you just answer some questions and I can just relay them? But I'm not anything. I'm not asking anything uh, weird. You want to know what I'm asking, just so people can hear what I'm asking? Oh shit! It doesn't have it on the email. Anyway, I was asking, where do you get your numbers from? What do the numbers consist of? Like, does it consist of the show and win money? Does it consist of sponsorship money? Does it consist of pay-per-view dollar amounts? And then, why do you release it? Are you like? mandated by like the government or something that you have to release these salaries like why do you even release it at all like what's who cares like why do you do it and then um why would why would a fighter say that you're lying yes you know like because doesn't that like if you're a company or an organization you do something and then a, a public figure comes out and goes this company's a piece of shit they're lying like doesn't that make you feel bad <laughs> don't you like don't you feel you should have to respond and go uh Mr. Bader, this is the right number because I got it from your employer, right? Like, why wouldn't they defend themselves or like counter counter comment? I don't know. 
we will see. Hopefully they do get back to you. Or yeah, yeah, hopefully. But uh, next week we've got uh, Swayze Valentine, so I'm so excited about that. And then in the future, we do have uh, Daniel James, the guy that Commander Dale Brown spoke about. So the guy that he said used his move. Oh, yes. He's That's coming cool. on the podcast. Awesome. So he fights in March. He's the main event of one of the events. He's the heavyweight main event fight. Uh, so he's coming on the podcast. I'll line that up. So that's good for sure. And uh, I did start to film my unboxing video of the uh, UFC watch that I got. All right. Bam. It's right here. So I, I, I filmed the clips and I just got to put it together. But I don't know if you can see it. You know what? You see it pretty well. But anyways, it is beautiful watch. It is. I mean, maybe you won't think so, but. It yeah. looks kind of like a G-Shock watch, but it looks really nice. Like, I really like it. It fits nice. Uh, the design is really good. I'm very impressed with this watch. So if you're out there and you were thinking, are those Timex UFC watches any good? I can tell you the one I got. Pretty freaking cool. And it was only like 100 bucks, 125 bucks Canadian. All so right. it's like $12 US or whatever it is. I don't know. <laughs> but it's good. It's a good watch. Um, all right. That's it for the show. I think right around now, I'm going to put up a, a little thing that you can click on that will be the first episode with Jenna Bishop in case you guys missed it. I'm going to put that one up. And uh, yeah, pretty much. Thank you so much for another amazing podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank Keep you. training Without hard. Kick ass. Without a doubt. Kick Can't ass. Lose. Focus, focus, focus. No, cannot lose focus. I'm behind you 1 million percent, as are all the Fight and Sight fans. We need we need you to bring home that that bacon, bring home the gold, without a doubt. And then hopefully, I add to the collection. That's right. <laughs> we'll All right. Well, thank you so much, and we'll see you guys next week. Have a great day. Goodbye.